Welcome to another episode of the Impro Pod podcast. My guest today is Kim Manandi. So you are a chef at the Green Cafe in Totnes. Uh, yeah, I am. And also a DJ. Where does the name come from? Okay, so my father, he was um, a Hare Krishna devotee a long time ago, before I was born. And he lived out in India and got quite deep into that. Me and my sister ended up with Indian names. I got brought up like a little Indian boy, strict vegetarian. Oh, hello, Clark. I'm actually going to just stop that clock. I'm going to play a piece of music. Yeah. And it's completely improvised. I want you to tell me what it makes you think of. So don't overanalyze it too much. Just anything that comes to mind, any kind of thoughts, emotions, ideas. I enjoyed that actually yeah so when it started it felt like I was walking through this big mansion country house into this kind of ballroom I had a kind of dark element I find those big houses a little bit intimidating I've always lived in small spaces it was a bit overwhelming but then I came into this ballroom and there was all these pictures and then it took me out into the garden and it was maybe autumn time and then it really went into you seen dancer in the dark York film anyway <laughs> like a musical and there was gardeners and workers and putting everything to bed for the winter kind of thing. <laughs> when it got funky they were all just like sort of working to the music were any of the characters who lived in the house present not particularly but the place was familiar to me it was like somewhere from my childhood that I might have gone to a familiar place but the people there weren't and do you remember what the pictures were of in the hallway they were quite bizarre aristocratic maybe portraits of the people that live in the house mm. but weird it's amazing what the mind does sometimes some of this is so incredibly specific as well we'd like you to tell me a story of some kind yeah and what i'm going to do is break the story down into sections mm -hmm. and then improvise a soundtrack to the story okay i have one in mind based in india Whereabouts in India? This was in Goa, and the current people who I live and work with, it was actually with them. Because you met in Goa? So I met them in India. We'd done a bit of work with them. We became friends, and then they called me when they moved here. This was after I'd been and worked with them. I, I moved around India a bit, and then I came back into Goa. And we thought, oh, we'd just meet up. I, I rented a scooter out, went to the house, had a really nice time, and we decided to go back into near where I was staying, near the beach, and go to this Israeli vegan restaurant. It was a friend of theirs and the food was really good. They went in the car with their two teenagers at the time, who were sat in the back, went and sat on my bike, and they'd given me a duff bike without working lights. And by this point, it was the evening, it was dark. So I had a scooter, 
no lights on it. Went through this big town, which was a bit hectic, and then most of it was darker back roads. But because I had their lights and I was just following their car, it was fine, really. Must have just looked a bit weird from other traffic. What happened is in Goa, the police, they put checkpoints up and they'd stop tourists on bikes and rent some of their money. It's a side hustle. It's a second income. And they threaten you with big fines and bills and prison or whatever. And if you don't have a full bike licence... And they go, oh, we, if you give me this much money, we'll sort it out. Nothing more said. But I was wise to this because I've been there a while and I know the system a little bit, luckily. Anyway, so we got to this police checkpoint and John and Sylvia, they were in the car with the teenagers in the back. And they were like, oh, no, he's going to get nicked. He's going to get nicked. So they were ahead. I slowed down on my bike. No lights on, by the way. As you can uh, imagine, it must have looked really bad. The police started coming up to me. Uh, I was just... <laughs> Waited until they were really close to me and burnt them off and flipped them the bird. They chased after me, running after me. Baba, come back! I gave them the finger while I drove off. And the kids were in the back window just like hollering and just loving it. Then we got to this restaurant and they were just like, yeah, you completely done the right thing. By the time they've gone and tried chasing me and got me, they could have nicked like four other people and rent some of money. So it's not really worth it. It's interesting how transportation in India becoming a theme on this podcast <laughs> ben boyd taylor's oh story. yes on the roof yeah yeah i think um alice has a similar kind of bike story based in india That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's great when you listen to something and you travel through it in your mind. Yeah. So did you get the sense of the cops and the... oh, oh, they're approaching us here? It's always getting heavy, and then there was that release when you're gone and that kind of euphoria. How would you improve it? Would you say anything was missing from the soundtrack? Maybe at the end, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a dark note. The end was quite happy because I made it to the restaurant, yeah. food. Yeah, maybe a bit more triumphant at the end because it was a bit like, hey, so take two of triumphant ending then. Let's try this. 
Yeah, that hit me more in my happy place. That was more how I felt, I think, at the time. That's great. So, do you have another story you'd like to tell? I got another <laughs> kind of a travel story, I guess. Yeah. Anybody who has known me for a long time, when I DJ, I have one rule. And I don't play ABBA. That's it. <laughs> Childhood trauma. <laughs> don't like ABBA very much. I don't mind other people listening to, but for me, I just can't do it. I refuse. Nobody can pay me any amount of money to play ABBA. And how this started was I had a best friend since I was like six, about that age. We lost contact now, but we were best friends for a long time. I must have been about 11 or 12 we went up from West Wales to London. I lived at his house quite a lot when I was young. It was like a second home and his dad was just amazing. And it was just him and his sister and his dad. We went up to London. It was about a five or six hour journey. And on the way there, he played ABBA for five or six hours. I didn't like ABBA already. So it was like, I can't listen to this anymore. And my friend, who was also in the back, he wasn't fussed. And we just started making up different lyrics to all the other songs. We had to do something to keep ourselves sane, basically. And when we got to London, I think we stayed at his grand's house. It was a huge relief. We got out of the car, we were like, oh my God, we can never do that again. It's horrendous. So we had a really nice time in London, went skating, just mooched around. And then a week later, we jumped back in the car and proceeded to do exactly the same thing again. We listened to ABBA for another five or six hours on the way back. I was like completely done with it. So he must really like ABBA then. Yes, he did. He liked ABBA. And the funniest thing about this whole situation is he was actually like a relatively successful musician back in the day. Amazing bass player, played with some bands, almost made it. Almost. And he'd given up on it and was starting a family. Obviously, he had kids. And um, one of his old schoolmates was like, so I'm starting a new band and... Um, are you in? And by that point, he was thinking of starting a family and kind of giving up on the dream. And that band became The Clash. Okay, so I'm going to break the story down into sections then. You get in the car, you start listening to ABBA. It's all right for a bit. And then as the hours go by, the tedium kicks in of this ABBA experience. You start going a bit mad and it becomes a bit too much to bear. And then you get to London, you have a nice time, you go skating, it's all good. And then after a week, you get back in the car and guess what you're listening to? It's another five or six hours of ABBA tedium. This could be interesting. All right, here we go.
Yeah, cheers for the traumatising. Yeah. Yeah, that... I'm sorry to any Avog fans out there. I'm not sorry. That was mildly traumatising for me, but I'm glad it wasn't for five or six hours. Yeah. Twice. Funny idea. Playing is super discordant. I really saw the comedy, the fact that you just done that, but I was just like, come on. <laughs> it's a bit like Man After Midnight meets kind of Hammer Horror for a while and then super discordant stuff, trying to get in that anxiety. I was imagining the journey as well. What did he say when you asked him? I guess at some point you must have suggested to maybe change the music. I think he quite enjoyed the fact that we weren't enjoying it. Maybe he was just having a moment. <laughs> Senior moment, yeah. I'm guessing. Actually, I enjoyed your version much more than going all a bit wonky. <laughs> it was more interesting for me anyway. What, what did you get out of this podcast? I thought it was great. I didn't know really what to expect. I've heard some of your podcasts, but I wasn't really prepared so much. I... <laughs> but I've quite enjoyed it. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Very insightful. I apologise to those other fans out there, but... <laughs> no apologies from me. Yeah, no, <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of ImproPod. Thanks for listening. The ImproPod podcast is slowly becoming a global phenomenon. Featuring guests from Barcelona to Lockhart, Texas. With stories and listeners from all over the planet. From Vanuatu to Chongqing. That's why I've made this interactive map. Where you can listen to stories and explore their locations. Find out approximately where the guests were interviewed and the listeners are. It's a completely new way to experience the Impropod podcast. You can explore the map at impropod.com and on the Instagram page. Would you like to be a guest on this podcast? If you're into telling stories that inspire improvised music and exploring our relationship to music, then please get in touch. Email guest at impropod.com or send a message via the Impropod Instagram page.